0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to and welcome back to Roar. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. I am happy to be here. I hope you're happy to be here. Um, if you're not happy, you can put on your happy pants, and we're just going to be happy together and walk with the Lord. Because why? It's a choice. It's always a choice. There's a freebie little nugget for you right off the bat. If this is your first time listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, If this is your like second, third time, thanks for being consistent. If this is your like you've seen every episode, you are a diehard fan and uh, you're much appreciated. Thank you so much for seriously being involved. This, uh, This conversation, these podcasts are an absolute joy to do. And uh, I wouldn't be doing them if it wasn't for you. So I want to always, always, always be very appreciative and thankful to everyone who tunes into these, listens to them, and um, allows the Holy Spirit to speak through me and speak to you and encourage your heart, encourage your week, and you know, um, staying in that place of lightness, staying in that place where we're not so burdened down and allowing the pressures of life to bear down on us. Because Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There's a lightness to life when we walk with Christ. There's a joy, there's an expectancy, there's a hopefulness, and um, there's a way that we can live in that place every single day um, and every single moment. So today I want to get into a little bit out of Colossians Um, and this is kind of connected even what I just opened up with, with there being a choice to kind of choose to live hopeful, happy, um, for lack of a better word. Um, in Colossians chapter three, verse 12, it says this, put on then again, back to a a choice, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, excuse me, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you, man. So you also must forgive. I'm going to get ready for 14 here in a second, but I think it's important that just in these first two verses, verse 12 and verse 13 of Colossians chapter three, there's a choice that's being made and there's a very clear point for forgiveness, humility, compassion, you know, kindness, all of these things, those choosing to do that will actually produce the joy that we're seeking. Um, you know, we can either try to get joy from external things or things around us, or we can allow joy that is already within us to come forth. Um, and the way that God operates is he plants a seed and then he grows that, um, You know, the the world is is constantly um, pushing to obtain, get the new thing, figure it out, um, grasp on to receive. But God's about producing. You know, um, once you got it, you got it, Um, for lack of a better word. And see, again, I'm trying to think of how to say this. There's something in my spirit that I'm really trying to communicate. Whenever. okay, so this is this is how I'm going to say it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Christ said this, unless a, a kernel of wheat dies, it abides alone. So unless a seed dies, it abides alone. But there's an emphasis on seed. Um, Peter talks about the divine seed of God. Um, so there's a um, there's a seed that's planted in each and every one of our hearts when we receive Christ. There's the seed of Christ. Now once that seed is planted, there's a stewardship that happens to it. I'm not going around looking for more seeds. I've got the seed that I need. I've got everything that I need. The, you know, the biggest trees that you've ever seen, The all that that tree would ever need was in the seed. You know, the fullness of the identity of that tree, the fact that it was a tree, it was going to be, you know, this species that grows to this height, this size. I mean, all of that information was already in its seed. And so whenever we are god's chosen one like it says in verse 12 we put on we choose you know through our faith and through our choice because we have a free will we put on that identity we put on what christ has really done we we believe that we are born again so we act like it says as christ was holy so you be holy you know so as as god is holy excuse me so when god's holy and i'm i be holy like him or i i it's like a child uh, not to get too many metaphors cracked open but How does a child learn? They mimic, they copy, they imitate. And so as I am a newborn again believer, I'm going to imitate Christ. That's why Jesus said, follow me, take up your cross and follow me. In other words, imitate me, follow after, do what I do, do it how I do it. That's why the disciples followed him for those years that he was on the earth. That's why they, they sought after him. They taught, they called him teacher, rabbi because they were following after him. So I'm putting on this thing but see, the thing that I'm putting on is already on the inside of me through a new birth. You understand? There's a, there's a, there's a seed that's already in there. All the fullness of what I need is, is already accessible, but I have to work with the Word, work with the Holy Spirit, work with, you know, there's the anointing. There's different things that God uses that actually will pull that out of me. I'm not trying to obtain joy. I have joy. I just need to exercise it. I'm not trying to obtain peace. I have peace. I just need to believe it and exercise it. And so the exercising comes through faith. The exercising comes through, you know, stepping out as if you had it in your hands. It's the evidence of things not seen. So there's there's an there's a reservoir in the unseen that's in your spirit. You know, you don't see your spirit, you don't see a see a thought. It's the unseen realm so to speak, you know. Um And it's very easy to just want something that I can see that's tangible, that's going to give me peace or security. You know, I want to have, you know, this sort of um, house, this sort of car, this sort of job, paycheck, whatever. And um, I can go after those things to produce security or peace or joy or whatever you're trying to fill in the blank there. Or I can allow the new birth and the things that are already within me through what humility, compassion, kindness, meekness, patience, not just with other people, but with myself and allow what is already within me to then begin to grow. Um, And for it to grow, the Bible says some sow some water, but God brings the increase. So God's the one who's going to grow this thing in you. You know, um, this conversation can water, it can plant, you know, truth in your heart But God's going to be the one to grow it through the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, And just (laughs) he's the one that causes all things to grow. It's it's who he is. You know, I didn't make the universe. He did. I didn't create creation. He did. Um, The Father is good. And, And even Jesus said, he said, don't even call me good. He said, there's only one good, and that's the Father. The Bible says all good things come from the Father. So all growth, life, and good things Come from the Father of Lights, who is Spirit, right? So there's an element that comes um, by the Spirit and through the Spirit. So you you know you connect this thought too to those things to growing into life and to God being the source of all these things. Like Jesus said in John when he was talking to the woman at the well, he said, "God is Spirit, and He's seeking those who will worship in Spirit and in truth." And so, from the Spirit, these things come. Our joy comes. What is righteousness, peace, and joy? The kingdom of heaven, right? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It didn't say in the holy planet. It said in the Holy Spirit. So from the Spirit, there's things that come that righteousness, peace, and joy. Those Our identity, our purpose, and the motivation and, and, and um, enthusiasm to get those things done you know, that part of all three of those things are answered in the kingdom of heaven, but they all come by the Holy Spirit. They don't come by my natural circumstances. They don't come outwardly. They come inwardly. Um, so I just, I think it's really beautiful. And so then verse 14, he says this after it's connected to forgiveness, because what is forgiveness? It's a work on the inside. You know, it's in the unseen realm, so to speak. My thoughts, my inner man, you know, that's all unseen. I don't, you know, I don't have like a, a computer monitor, that all my thoughts come in on and I choose them like a test. You know, it's like, um, you know, it's not like a touch screen where I'm like A, B, C or D. Which thought am I going to say today? You know, someone asked me a, th- a question and my little teleprompter pops up and I can, holding it in my hands and all of a sudden I'm going to make a decision in front of me about what I'm going to say. I don't see my thoughts naturally like that, but yet they're real. But they're not, a, they're not in the scene realm like that. You know, like an iPad or a computer would be but they're still in a realm. They're just in a different space. And so what he's talking about is you, you pull these things out of that other space, that other part of who we are, that spiritual part. Verse 14, and what is the thing that holds all this together? Verse 14, and above all these, put on love or choose love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Dwell in you. Didn't say just upon you, it says in you. So again, it's back to that inward. In you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts. Again, back to the inward, to God, and whatever you do in word or in deed. So now, all these things that have been planted, and emphasized about the inward. He now says, in word and in deed. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the word that would come forth comes out of what's on the inside. Or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. There's a really beautiful thing that is being emphasized here, and I I even feel it in my spirit. You know, there's there's a way that we can live life from the inside out, and not from the outside in. It's a simple shift. It's honestly not, you know, um, I wouldn't say it's the most hard thing to grasp, but it's so simple, and it will. It will and does change things, because faith changes things. And when what is faith? Faith is, faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. So the evidence of these things that are in me that are not seen, they come through my faith. They're activated through my faith. And if I'm going to sit around and wait, you know, the Lord taught me this. I'll finish the conversation with this. The Lord's been teaching me this more and more, but he's definitely emphasized it in my life. You know, for a long time, I thought that my circumstances and what was going on around me would produce faith in me. I thought that, you know, um, okay, let me say it this way. If I, you know, did a little step in faith and believed God and prayed and you know, did my due diligence, my duty, I was faithful. I stepped out in faith. If I did that, then God would show up, perform. And then once he performed, then I would get more faith. Or once he performed and did what he needed to do, then my faith would be confirmed and I wouldn't be crazy. Right? But see, that's not how faith works. Faith happens before anything is ever seen, before God has to, quote, prove himself to me. I have to believe he is who he is, and I have to commit to it beforehand, before I see anything come to pass. But see, that's a work of the inner heart. That's a work of the inward man. And the easiest way that that comes and the way that it starts is what this says in Colossians, the compassionate heart, kindness, humility before God, realizing that everything I have comes from him a place of meekness and patience with myself and with what I think God should be doing, or even my perspective, bearing with one another and forgiving one another as the Lord has forgiven me, staying in that place of forgiveness, lightness, hopefulness. Again, the start of this conversation, staying in that place of of lightness, that faith filled place, not allowing natural things and things that I see, feel, hear, experience to weigh on me but that's a choice that I'm going to have to make every single day. And a choice that you get to make every single one of us get to make that choice. And there's a way that we can do it. There's a way that we can follow after this. We can follow after Christ. We can put on these things. Like it says in 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Verse 16, let the word. That's what this is, right? This is connected. Let the word. Wow. Of Christ dwell in you richly. In other words, How is this going to dwell in me if I don't read it? So, obviously, we're going to have to read it. We're going to have to get into this. We're going to have to get into the scripture. But it dwells in us richly. So, there's an abundance of it. There's a potency of it. There's a concentrated amount of it that teaches and admonishes myself and others in all wisdom in psalms and worship and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in our hearts to God for what He's done. And whatever you do, and whether you say it or you do it, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to the Father through Him. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for being a part of the conversation. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Just thank you. Um, I'm appreciative for every single one of you guys. And God is faithful. Um, This week is going to be an amazing week. You know, this comes out on a Wednesday, if you're catching it, on the hump day. We're making it through the hump. We're making it over. We're going to keep going. The rest of this week is going to be absolutely amazing. And God is for us. He's with us. He's a good father. And he leads us not with evil and into evil, but he leads us into good and seats us and plants us beside still waters. So if you have any more questions, check the description. More information about myself and the ministry. Always check that out. It's blessed you. You know, feel free to share it. Get the word out. That's always the best way for things to grow. It's through word of mouth. Who'd have thought? (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much. You guys be blessed and seriously have an amazing rest of your week. And I'll see you guys next time on Roar.